Last time on Knights of the Rolled Table, our heroes defended the town of Giaka against a tidal wave created by a leviathan summoned by Captain Dropoff. Elsewhere, we learned that Maya had somehow been saved by Mr. Stick, who appeared in the form of a six-foot-tall squirrel. Hey, I wonder what XX Bloody Heart has been up to. We have returned to the Court of the Fae, the Court of Lady Aranye, the large forest of trees on all sides that make up the throne room, the twilight light coming in from the side, the little motes of light drifting above the court, each of which is a tiny captured soul for Aranye's collection. XX Bloody Heart. The rogue is walking in with his friends Clara the Dryad, XX Minotaur, the Minotaur, and Black Pepper, (laughs) the Sprite, as they have been summoned by Lady Aranye. Can't wait to get back out in the field, huh, guys? I mean, I guess. I I just hope we're not, like, in trouble or anything. Oh, I doubt it. We've been pretty awesome lately. I don't know. The field is very large. The what? The field? The, what are you talking field. about? You know, with all of the heather and the the uh, weeds and whatnot, I like going to the field. Does Does anybody else know what he's talking? I can never even understand him. He's just talking about being out in the wilds. Oh, uh, yeah, we've been awesome. You're totally right, XX. Like, absolutely. You are 100% always just on it. And I, I just really want you to know I appreciate that about you. Oh, but here he goes again. You've just been there for us and, you know, taking care of things. And we, I just, you know, you just mean a lot to me, us. Uh, so. uh, XX Minotaur, like, you know that we are the ones who saved him. Well, yeah, but in, in, in another kind of way, you know, he saved us. No. From ourselves. no. no. Who rescued you? This this regime exactly. only works if all of us work together. Uh, I am come from a soldier uh, life, and and all of us we need to work together as a team. Yeah, I mean, think of all the adventures we have. When we got that crystal from behind the waterfall, when we um, saved the princess from that castle, when we um, well, she wasn't even there. I. I it's, it, Look, we're going to find her. We're going to find her. Eight or nine more worlds, and then we're going to find her. Um, right. You know, when we uh, defeated that small dragon, just all the adventures that we had. When we saved the orphanage, we put on the talent show for the local high school. I, I still have a, the, the dress that you made me wear. I mean, I thought it was quite form-fitting and nice. You look rather charming in it, Minnie. You Thank are definitely you. an autumn. Remember the time we got Minotaur to walk inside of a hedge maze and then <laughs> we had them walk 
his way out because we wanted to see if he could get out of a maze. Uh, obviously, in hindsight, it made me sense that he would be able to do that, but it was funny at the time. Yeah. I, I didn't even uh, understand the joke. It was, I just walked back funny. out. We should have made the hedges higher. The four-foot hedge didn't work. Yeah, he could see yeah, right out over it. He was very tall. Yeah. I, I just walked right through the branches. I, I didn't really get the, the thing. See, uh, well, there is a legend that the Minotaur... As you reminisce, you arrive at the entrance hall to the court of Lady Aranye, and a figure passes you. This figure is humanoid, elven, with blue skin, lanky, seems to be dressed in sailor pirate garb. He has a heavy crossbow slung over his shoulder, a rapier at his hip and he is placing on his head a ornate silver diadem kind of like a thin crown as he walks out and kind of looks you up and down as you pass none of you recognize who he is i don't know who that is (laughs) but our audience just to be clear (laughs) would recognize the description of captain drop-off dun 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 (gasps) <gasps> it ties in. Hey, there's somebody. I mean, I kind of am into the whole, like, blue thing. Like, that's kind of hot, right? I mean, maybe we can get a number for you or something if you want to be your wingman. I've always yeah. figured blue is kind of cool. It was a colder color. You know, that's right, XX, right? It's a cooler tone. Let's let's see the lady, and then we'll uh, we'll get back to the hooking up game. The lady is sitting there on the other end of the ballroom area looking pleased. And uh, her attendant, Sontag, the lemur thing, is nearby, dressed neatly in his three-piece suit. And she beckons you towards her. My lady, we aim to serve. And she says, welcome, welcome. I have just learned some extraordinary news Maya Cherie is dead. And you know what that means. Her staff, the staff of renewal now, according to our deal, belongs to me. So guess what I'm going to need of all of you? Because I don't have it. I'm going to guess we're going to go get a stick. Are we literally going to fetch a stick? Like, are we dogs? Hmm. I hadn't uh, considered it that way, but yes, should be very simple. Even a dog can do it, but I'm entrusting my my favorite hench people uh, with this very, very simple task. This is very sad that she has died. Mm, well, sure, I suppose. We'll all take our moments to mourn in our own way. XX, I just want you to know that I, I'm here for you if you need like a shoulder to cry on oh or... God, a horn to hold i i just want you to in case this is hitting you hard i know maya was your friend uh xx is like trying to make sense of it all and kind of take it in and then uh when minotaur starts saying oh no no yeah i yeah it's cool I, i wasn't even thinking about it i mean let's let's go and get the staff i'm not worried about it at all well, you shouldn't be worried. She's dead. Like, Ugh. Talk, talk, talk. 
All right. Well, if we're done mourning, uh, I'm glad we took our moment there. Moment of peace. Ta ta ta. Uh, uh, Sontag will. Uh, we will. We should be able to open a portal to its last known location. You can simply go through the portal, retrieve it with great haste, and meet back here. I promised, as always, to reward you appropriately. Sontag, go ahead and please open the portal. And he steps up to kind of like the center area of the room does his thing and kind of like pulls back a curtain to a portal. And immediately, as soon as he pours it back, water starts gushing in through it. It's nothing but water. And everybody has to like step back or get really wet. It's just like gushing in. And and, uh, Orania is like, "Uh, close. No, close that. Ah. Close it right now. Ah." Ah. So he drops it and it closes and there's water everywhere. It's seawater. It smells like seawater. It's salty. I just had my hoofs done. I just got the last ball bearings out of this floor. That's terrible. How about just open, open a portal above that one in a dry place, if at all possible. So Sontag says, oh, very sorry, my lady. I'll, I'll try again. Just above it. Just go a little bit, a uh, little bit above it. And uh, here. And he pulls back another invisible curtain. And it is open air and appears to be a seascape on the other side. You can see, like, land through it. And Aranye says, like, all right, on your way. Chop, chop. Not a lot of time. Uh, uh, does that mean we're going to get wet? Oh, not all of us. I can fly. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll go in first and check it out. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, no, wait, uh, it's our... Uh, I'll so go in after goes through. He drops about 10 feet and makes a huge belly flop. Actually, go ahead and make a, make a roll for your uh, drop, 10-foot drop into the ocean. You want to do like a deck save? Yeah. Well, you can do like acrobatics, however you want to do it. If you want to, on the range of belly flop to... Uh, Ooh, woo! 13. That was a nat 20 plus one, some 21. Nice. Ooh, dirty 20 for a swan dive. Ooh, all right. So Minotaur goes on in there and splashes down neatly into the ocean water. Uh, XX swan dives neatly in. Clara the Dryad, do you want to describe your nat 20 beautiful dive? Yeah, she just kind of like uh, does a a nice little uh, triple pass round off uh, with a a light uh, landing ascent into the water. I don't know swimming things, but it's real pretty (laughs) and dainty. (laughs) Beautiful. A double corkscrew cap off with a side of rum. It barely makes a splash. It's just like, plink. That was pretty good. Uh, Black black pepper just flies over the water. (laughs) Black pepper hovers above. The other three of you are now treading ocean water. You are in a cove. You're looking at the the shore is uh, maybe 60 feet out, maybe more. There's looks like a cliff face uh, out there. It doesn't, there's not like a beach over there or anything. And the portal above you closes up. And uh, it's a nice day, but you're treading water. I think Clara the Dryad probably does not react very well to salt water. It's very, very uncomfortable. You would love fresh water, but the salt water is very kind of toxic feeling. You guys, um, this is doing uh, 
terrible things to my pores right now. I, I would really very much like us to not be in this water. Hey, hey, look at this. Uh, can I try and splash um, uh, black pepper with some water? I'm going to try and splash him out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> um, I'm going I'm, I'm to like take a mouthful of water and try and spit it out of him like a fountain. Roll to splash? I don't know. Let's just say that you do that and we'll have uh, Black Feather roll a deck save <laughs> to try to Jeez. avoid that. I rolled a 19. <gasps> nice. He definitely avoids that. <laughs> Hey, what is the big idea? What do you think you're doing? That's like a tidal wave. What do you think you're doing? Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to happen. Minotaur, come on, man. I thought we were cool. Oh, we are cool. I just want to cool you off. Are there any, is there any land around us? Is there anything 60 feet away around? that way. Yeah, there's land. It's pretty deep where you are. Um not so deep that like a deep dive couldn't get you to the bottom. It's maybe like 40 feet. I guess that's a pretty deep dive, but like you could get down to where you could see the bottom. You're in like a cove and, but the shore is kind of cliff faces. And as you kind of like take stock of things, a portal above you right around where almost actually exactly where the previous portal was, but this one is perfectly round. It doesn't look like the kind of portal Sontag opens opens up and a human falls through it and splashes down right in the middle of you. What? Alex, if you want to describe what they see falling out of that portal. All right. So this is Carol. Carol is a monk with uh, very tall black hair and very pale Robes a flying falls straight in between you. He's a pretty good swimmer, but he is uncomfortable having just landed in the middle of a group. Welcome, Alex Dedad, to the podcast, everybody. Yay! Our friend Alex playing Carol, who is a he. And uh, there he is. There's suddenly this other person who dropped in between you. Hey, who are you? <laughs> Hello, uh, friends, new friends in the water here. My name's Carol. Uh, sorry to splash in on you like this, but, you know, I, I can't really control where this thing takes me. Uh, you said new friends, but, like, we don't know you. Like, where did you come from? Oh, I try to make friends with everybody because it, uh, you know, helps me to not die. And some of the other areas I've been... Making friends is what helped me, you know, not be sacrificed or rolled off a cliff as a sacrifice, things like that. I came from this other world. There were all these fighting tribes. Everybody was arguing all the time, which trying my best to uh, spread the peace, but no one wanted to listen. So I thought I'd get on out of there and landed here. So you just, like, randomly showed up here out of a portal in the sky, like, right where we're at. We just came through a portal as well, and, like, we're supposed to believe that that's just, like, a random coincidence. So, Clara, roll a strength or dexterity save. What? Okay. Well, we'll go dex. That's a 16. Uh, the rest of you see Clara suddenly, like, grabbed, yanked, get kind of wide-eyed, and then get yanked down underneath the water. 
as uh, fins sort of splash up around her and dive down because she was just grabbed by something big. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah! Let's have everybody uh, roll initiative. <laughs> 21. 15. 18. 19. 17. Wow, that was good. All right, so Clara has just been yanked underwater, and XX Bloody Heart, it is your turn to do a thing. XX is going to swim to shore. (laughs) (laughs) Things about right. Okay, just straight up swim. Yeah. With dash, dash action? Yes, please. All right, you start off that way. Thanks. You can double dash with your cunning action, XX. Double dash with cunning action. All right, you swim a pretty far away, or you at least commence swimming a pretty far away. Black Pepper, what do you want to do? Uh, I will follow uh, um, my ally, XX Bloody Hot, because I will not go inside the water. It would kill me, probably. <laughs> well, so I would say, Thanks, so Black Pepper, you have like a better vantage point. Um, of being able to see things from above. Water uh, is see-through. That is true, yes. Um, so uh, you have a little bit of a better view of her. You didn't see anything as it was going, but when she kind of gets yanked down, um, you are able to see that she appears to have got grabbed by a plesiosaur. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, the plesiosaur. Can, which is can, exactly, if you know what a plesiosaur is, because of knowing about dinosaurs, it looks like that. Or the Loch Ness Monster. Oh my so gosh. So that's like, yeah, Loch Ness Monster, long neck, big teeth, big <laughs> big body. Uh, it's uh, it's really nice that I took the time to, like, you know, be here tonight <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> Always a treat. <laughs> Added to the um, top so, of the ever-growing mass okay. grave that is Jen's character. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not my fault! I didn't do anything this time. You just happen to look the tastiest at that moment. Okay. Um, she tastes like wood. <laughs> <laughs> She's like eating patchouli. Fine fiber. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, it, it, it's a vegan plesiosaur. That's what's happening right now. Okay. Black Pepper, what do you want to so, do? So, <laughs> I'm going to fly uh, high up in the air, and uh, I will see this um, monster that has taken my friend, my ally. Okay, I will shoot at it with my longbow. A 22 to hit. That will hit. Okay. What kind of damage does this sprite do in these days? Well, uh, longbow it, being like long being a figurative term. <laughs> yes, uh, it's <laughs> a longbow. It, it's the size of me, which is four inches. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's very long. The short bow is two inches, so it's, <laughs> it's a step up, you know. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to shoot it with my longbow. Uh, it is going to cause seven points of the piercing damage, but it also has to make the constitution a saving throw. It rolled a nine. Oh, it fails. So it is poisoned. <laughs> oh. And hold on, let me read this. That uh, is a potent... That is a potent poison because that is like two milliliters. Like that is nothing. <laughs> well, I, I am very much. good at uh, toxins and herbology, being from the Feywild. Yeah, apparently. So. <laughs> it is. Is it? It is poisoned for one minute. Jeez. 
I mean, this is All a right. creature that's the size of a bus getting hit <laughs> it's by poison, something Jeff. the size of it's a like an inch, thumbtack. It's like an inch long. And it's <laughs> poisoned? <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is stupid and great. <laughs> hey, you keep swimming towards the shore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot my poison toothpick. <laughs> At this giant dinosaur water thing, okay? The Flesiosaurus poisoned. Is that uh, Sprite's turn? Yep. All right, we are up to Carol. Okay, so Carol is going to swim down and take his quarterstaff and attempt to stab the Plesiosaur in the eye as that is generally the most sensitive spot on the animal. Okay. As you do that, as you kind of like launch into your turn, you note that your ring is filling up uh, pretty quickly. Um, It's like filling up with magic, and you think within not too long, in under a minute, maybe significantly under a minute, it will be ready to do its thing. Um, So you take note of that. Cool. The giant creature that ate the wooden lady is uh swimming away from you as you go and so um as you size up attempting to like swim around and poke it in the eye you feel like you probably wouldn't be able you can't you probably wouldn't be able to out swim it and get up to its eye but you could swim up and hit it or do something to it you would certainly have access to its tail and back flippers if you wanted to try to interact with it in some way hmm. i'm gonna hit you're just going to jam it in between its tail phylax. Ew. Okay. <laughs> Gross. Roll. <laughs> uh, just roll an attack and we'll see how successful <laughs> you are with that. That's a word I never wanted to hear. Tail flaps. <laughs> what I'm is your... Actually, let me ask you, done. what would be your intent of jamming your uh, staff My uh, between its tail is... flaps? In between your fingers is what Carol's trying to do. Like if you like in the webbing of your fingers, like he's trying to just jam it in the webbing of the tail. So are you trying to like grab onto it or slow it or interrupt it swimming or hurt it? Like what's your goal? He's oh, uh I'm trying to hurt it and like get it back closer to me. Okay. So yeah, roll an attack for that. Carol got a twenty-six. Jeez. All right, you hit it with your quarterstaff. Do you want to... Noise. Uh, because you're already attacking, do you want to keep attacking with your other... Yes. Um, roll damage for that, first of all. 13. 13 damage. Chris points out that underwater, that damage is probably at a disadvantage, but it is still... I'm confident that if you have a plus nine, you're still going to hit. So roll another... Um, so you're going to use your second attack. Roll again with the quarter staff. At disadvantage means you roll twice and take the lower number. 18. All right. Roll that same damage again. D8 plus 6. Okay. 12. Carol hits it once on one fin, back fin with a quarter staff, and then with the other end of the quarter staff hits its other fin, and it like lurches in the water, and it opens its mouth and releases Clara the Dryad, and it whips its long neck around to look at what just hit it from behind. Carol, do you have uh, any anything else to your turn? Carol's going to move away pretty far. 
All right. Do you want to follow in the direction XX Bloody Heart was swimming, or do you want to? Do you have a particular direction you want to oh, swim away the from? Shore. Carol's gonna move towards the shore. Follow okay. me. That's where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> the plesiosaur is now looking around, and it would have bit Carol, but uh, Carol took off, um, <laughs> and so there's only real one target left. So it is going to uh, attempt to take a bite out of the giant minotaur right there. Bring it on. It rolled a 13 on its bite attack. Misses. Mm, it snaps at the Minotaur, but comes up just short. Plesiosaurus do anything else? Not really. That's, uh, that's the uh, Plesiosaurus turn, and now it is Minotaur. <laughs> uh, Minotaur is going to dive underwater and attempt to wrestle the Plesiosaur, you know, for fun. Uh, I'm going to go reckless, and, and I'm going to go ahead and charge it. So I'll pull out my great axe with a charge, uh, swimming straight at it, and I'll go ahead and roll to attack it uh, recklessly, so with advantage. Okay. And because I have advantage, wow, I rolled a five and a one. So the five plus eight is 12 to hit. Miss. Well, that was fun. <laughs> Uh, I'll go ahead and use a my bonus action to disengage and use my movement to kind of swim back up. Okay. So you're at the surface level, horns above water. So by the way, uh, all of the all of our characters that are returning from the first season have had some training and they've learned various um, various class abilities so uh if, if anybody's whenever anybody's using one of those you can mention what you're using from what class uh so we can for, for those who are taking notes at home so we can keep up <clears throat> and now clara it's your turn you've just been uh, bitten and then released by a plesiosaur who is no longer paying attention to you yeah uh is the plesiosaur a considered a beast it is a large beast okay um, because I have the ability to speak with beasts and plants. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be like, hey, dude, like, what is up? Why are you attacking us right now? Like, we didn't even try to mess with you. Like, we'll leave you alone. If you leave us alone, everybody can just be gravy. We're literally so it, just looking for a stick. <laughs> it whips its head back at you. After being missed by the Minotaur and looks at you and kind of like cocks its head to the side. So once I know that it can hear me, mm -hmm. I would like to use my Fae Charm to attempt to charm the Plesiosaur. All right. DC 14 Wisdom Saving Throw. Here we go. Oh, rolled a nat 20. That's a 21 for the Wise Wise Plesiosaur. It is not charmed. Unfortunately. It is interested. Well, I have said hello and I've attempted that. Uh, how does it appear to be reacting favorably at all, or can I tell anything at all? It seems to be reacting in the manner of a plesiosaur that just tried to eat you. Like, uh, it's about <laughs> in, in the mindset of that. A dryad can communicate with beasts and plants as if they shared a language. Ah, well, it says in plesiosaur, get in my belly. <laughs> Uh, cool. I'm gonna uh, then use my movement to get as close to the shore as possible. All right, you follow. So XX, it takes us to your turn. Gonna keep swimming. 
Bloom of the shore, pretty far. Uh, black pepper. The plesiosaur is still um, attacking Minotaur? The plesiosaur, uh, yes, attempted an attack on Minotaur and missed, and then Minotaur attempted to attack it and then missed, and then Clara attempted to hang out with it, and that missed, and uh, <laughs> that's all in one area. Everybody else is swimming away. All <laughs> right. Swimming away too. Um, I'm going to fly a little bit further away, but I still have a lot of range, and I will uh, I will make another ranged attack. I will try to shoot it with my uh, poison arrow again. Roll it. It's a 17 to hit. Hit. Okay. Uh, it's going to cause... Five points of piercing damage, and it has mm. to make a constitution saving throw. Wait, what does it mean if it's poisoned? The condition poisoned? That's a whole thing I should pay attention to. Disadvantage on attack rolls, disadvantage on ability checks. Well, it missed it for a minute. Roll anyway, so we'll hold that. It rolled a 17 constitution save. All right, well, it's okay. It's still poisoned from last time, but it takes five points. <laughs> I'm just going to keep uh, flying 40 feet away from the water and towards XX Bloody Heart. All right, that brings us to Carol's turn. Carol is out there pretty close to XX Bloody Heart, who's a little bit ahead of him. Black Pepper is behind. And Carol, your ring uh, fills up to full and makes a little ding noise. And a big old portal opens up in front of Carol. It is uh, just slightly submerged. Not the whole thing. Like maybe the bottom foot of it is submerged. It's about like an eight foot diameter hole uh-huh. that opens up right where you are. Because that's about where your hand was when uh, it reached its full power. What do you do? Can So if I, if I go through this, I'll be gone, right? Or uh, Yes, you can take people with you. You've tried that before. People can go through it with you, but yeah, it only it wouldn't stay open more than a couple seconds after uh, you move through it. Other people could go in ahead of you. It closes right. after the ring so, goes through. Uh, Carol, so as not to abandon the others, is going to try and lead the plesiosaurus through the portal to get rid of it. Okay. How do you want to do that? Here, plesiosaurus. It does not inherently seem particularly interested in that. All right. So. Do you want to try to lure it in some way? Yeah. So Carol's going to start moving around like in his little way of the like jagged movements like he does for fighting on land. Okay. So that the fish will pick it up. And then at the last second, he's going to swim out of the way to allow the monster to go through. All right, I guess roll uh, persuasion <laughs> or <laughs> fifteen. All right, I guess I'll counter that with the plesiosaurus's wisdom. Uh, you've successfully <laughs> attracted the plesiosaur's attention. It's kind of like looking at you and swims towards you. It doesn't actually. It wouldn't. It doesn't have a turn, so you can tell you've attracted its attention a little bit towards this portal. Is that your turn? Carol is waiting, still moving, kind of flailing and waiting for his chance, and that is my turn. So that means it's Plesiosaur's turn. Plesiosaur cruises on over, kind of casually and curiously, 
towards the monk that's flopping around kind of in a tasty manner. So it sort of like cautiously cruises up to the monk. Um, We'll say it gets all the way to you. It has a swim speed of 40 feet. So it cruises up there. As you kind of like lurch out of the way and try to get it to go through this portal, it the portal's not all the way underwater. So it successfully like sticks its head in there. <laughs> and like <laughs> you see its head disappear through this portal. Yes. And then it pulls its uh, head back out because oh. it's having none of that. <laughs> portal remains open. Minotaur, it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh you would probably actually get a, well, do you think you would let it go that way or uh, take an opportunity attack as it, as it swims away curiously? I would definitely hit it because reasons. Okay. So roll that opportunity attack and then you'll take your turn. A 24. Hit. 13. 13 axe damage. All right. So you take a swipe out of it and, and uh, get a little slice as it turns away from you, but it continues uh, on and sticks its head in the portal. And then what do you want to do with your turn? Going after it. All right. Swimming. So I'm going to swim after it and I'm going to try and hit it again uh, with my charge ability and reckless attack. Rolling with advantage. 13 plus 821. I'm assuming that hits. Okay. 33 damage. <laughs> As I'm charging at it. All right. So you more or less wreck it <laughs> with your charge. You can hear it kind of give an underwater roar. And then it's going to um, just like break away, break away for the open water away from you. Yeah. Get out of here. Fishy. Hey, look, uh, what's what's uh, this thing? What you got going on here? What's this little circly circly thing? All right, well, so you're, for the moment, out of initiative with the plesiosaur swimming away. You are treading water um, with this portal open in the middle of the open ocean with the shore somewhat nearby. Carol, do you want to hop on my, um, Carol, 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 do you want to hop on my back? I can swim us back to shore if you Carol, want. Carol, um, that, that would be great. Very wonderful. I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, get on. Huh, what, you know. I'm liking, I'm liking you. I think I'm going to stay here a while. Carol gets on the Minotaur's back and kind of like nestles up. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Carol, do you mind if I get on your back while you are on Minotaur's back? Hey, I'm never one to refuse a ride when someone has given me one. Come on down. Excellent. So uh, Black Pepper will get on his back, and when I do that, I'm going to touch the uh, the creature uh, of, that is Carol, and I'm going to use my heart sight to know his uh, current emotional state. <laughs> and uh, uh, he's going to make a uh, Carol is going to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. Eight. Oh, great. So uh, it says I will know his alignment um or basically just like if he's a good person if he's a chaotic person if he's if he's like someone that's prone to lying basically find out if he's like a good person or not a good person carol is 
<laughs> I'd say he he steals more than lies, but he's like tries to do good, but he kind of screws up a lot. So he'd probably be chaotic good would be his best alignment. Gotcha. Okay. And I just kind of pat him on the back and I say, "Ah, uh, good. You have a good heart." Thanks, my man. I uh, you do too. Uh, I really don't want to ride on top of any of you. Uh, wood floats, so you sh- you should you should be fine. I'm not made of wood, okay? Just because I commune with nature does not mean that my physical properties are those of a tree. Minotaur is already thirty feet away. <laughs> so, looking around where you're at, remember the there's a the sh- land is close, but the land is pretty sheer cliff faces. There's not like a beach or anything you're headed towards. You might be able to climb up with a fair amount of effort up like slippery stone there's like a lot of like plants and things hanging down but also as you kind of like size that up um you're starting to think maybe plesiosaurs hunt in packs because uh you're uh one of you have we'll just say black pepper again um sites that just like one of those like real briefly like a bump in the water like you see something but you weren't quite like focusing on it and you don't know for sure that i don't think this is the only one oh, God. i really don't want to get bitten on again like can we <laughs> weren't we supposed to find uh maya the half elf i thought no she's dead we're trying to find the staff oh right well maybe if we find the body of the half elf then we will find the staff next to the body uh, maybe it fl- it, it fl- floated uh, it's just water it's it may have floated to shore Ew, does that mean i have dead body water in my mouth right now yeah it's fish poop oh can we please get out of this water? Um, so everybody roll <laughs> perception checks. I got the 25. 22. 11. Yeah, you're all taking stock of the situation. Black Pepper, with your roll, you um, kind of survey from above the water. And you uh, fly up now that you've noticed that. You think you see... At least three plesiosaurs, which may or may not include the injured one, but you're not actually sure that that's all of them because some might be under the water. Minotaur, with your perception, you're more focused on that what you were talking about with aren't we supposed to find Maya? And you're more looking down at the seafloor below you, and you really don't see anything. You don't see a body you don't see stuff it's pretty open it's pretty bright like sunlight gets down to the bottom and you see just kind of like open sand down there uh, i i don't see anything it, 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 if i we're, we're looking for the stick it must have floated to the top like i said wood floats so let's get going i'm with you let's get on out of here fellas which way do you think we should go should we go towards the toward the land the waves would push it this way uh yes right uh, there's no aquatic dinosaurs on the cliff, so let's go there. Uh, at least one of the plesiosaurs is blocking the oh, direction towards gosh. the shore. They seem to be kind of circling up. Oh my god, Zach! What what do you want from us, Zach? What would you um, like us to do? Circled by. <laughs> would you like us to just be eating dinosaurs? I don't see an and obvious there's a big glowing here. circle still open. Hey, maybe we could go through uh, that portal over there. Might 
might be our best bet to get on out of this uh, with all our bits, if you know what I'm saying. And feeling strangely drawn toward that portal. Can, Carol, can you explain? You all of a sudden, this portal came out of nowhere. Not not to um, turn down a good portal jump, but uh, can you explain why it <laughs> popped out of your finger, so to speak? Meanwhile, uh, can Minotaur just be like beelining it for the uh, plesiosaurs and just like start <laughs> attacking and like wrecking and like doing what he does? You can be you can be headed that way while while they're just like <laughs> chatting with each other. I would say the plesiosaurs are definitely faster swimmers than a minotaur in water. So they're like actively circling and swimming around. So you can kind of swim after one, but then it's kind of like getting away. But now another one's closer. And so you swim after it for a little bit. But they look pretty frustrating to try to catch up I'm just swinging at them, Mm -hmm. keeping them off while they're just, you know, leisurely chatting with one another, getting to know, you know, backstory and, you know, (laughs) to their favorite foods and... Carol gets off Minotaur's back, is treading water. All right, I got this ring when I left the temple to help me work on, uh, you know, my anger management, <laughs> work on, you know, resisting temptation when I... Yeah, you better get away. <sighs> ...left uh, my fellow monks, and it, it takes me to different places. Like I said, some of these places are more dangerous than others. I can gather that this one <sighs> is pretty dangerous, but... Uh, you want more on that? I guess we probably get away from the dinosaurs, and then I can give more information. I just would like to be somewhere that I'm on solid ground. So other than Minotaur, you all are kind of clustered up around this thing, the portal that's open. Well, I'm not waiting around. Isn't Excess Bloody Heart, like, already on the shore by now? Bye, losers! <laughs> Sex Bloody Heart was his. Your route directly towards the star was cut off by at least one of those plesiosaurs. Nope, oh, <laughs> let's go to the portal. Uh, am I going to fit through that portal? It seems kind of small. You couldn't uh, if you were like upright walking through it, but you could, um, you know, head first get through it <laughs> horizontally. XX, are we going the portal? We're going to go through the portal? Yes, let's go through quick. Is this arcane gate, or is this dimension door, or is this like so, sort of a portal of our... It's of currently just a big magical hole. Our holiest <laughs> season yet. <laughs> uh, everybody just get through. I'll, I'll hold them off while, while you all uh, do your thing. Yep. All right, let's go. Black Pepper flies through. Clara will go. Carol swims through. XX, get through there. Let's go. So XX goes, and as Minotaur is bringing up the rear, you can see it's starting to close up from the outside, so it's getting smaller. Okay. Uh, bonus action. <laughs> Dash and movement. All right. It just, like, it's closing up right as you, like, dive through and, like, uh, get it, you, just as you get your hooves through, it closes up. I remember this episode of Sliders. <laughs> I was just so <laughs> thinking the same thing. <laughs> Next, we end up on an apocalypse planet. <laughs> but everyone is a lemur. And Hello, Knights of the World Table. It has been a year, hasn't it? A lot's gone on this year. I hope some good things have happened to you because a whole lot of 
messed up stuff has happened in the world this year. And because of that, we've hung back on some successes and cool things to announce to you. But we're going to sneak in today uh, a little bit of bragging, a little bit of appreciating you, because June 13th, just recently, was our one-year anniversary. One year ago, June 13th, 2019, was when we released episode season one episode one of knights of the world table and a lot has happened since then with your help we have just recently passed twelve thousand downloads which is great for a little podcast with no we're not part of a podcast network we don't have advertisers we're not we don't have professional time to dedicate to this each one of those downloads that you have contributed to this has been hugely appreciated and uh, all of the spreading the word and telling a friend has been just amazing Uh, we really really appreciate you for that Uh, at this one year anniversary we have a collaboration to announce that we're pretty excited about we are we have launched a collaboration with a website called The Geekly Grind. The Geekly Grind is a website that covers geekly issues. They cover things like anime, board games, card games, comics, manga, conventions, geek culture, tech, video games, and us. There's now a link on The Geekly Grind to a Knights of the Roll Table page where you can get links to download our episodes and you can actually right now there's an interview with us talking a little bit about the show and the year that we've had. There's player bios, there's character bios, and there will continue to be more and more awesome stuff. Um, The art is up there. And so please check out the Geekly Grind for ever-increasing content on Knights of the World Table and other Geekly issues. We're going to have a lot of fun with that collaboration and see what kind of content we can create together. Um, We'll very likely tag along with them to some conventions and things, assuming conventions are a thing that happens in the world again at some point. So we'd love to maybe meet some of you and appreciate you directly for all that you've done to get us this far. So thank you very much. We'll get back to the episode. Uh, check out Chris's art at Jun- Dungeon Heads. And check out Weston's music at Arcane Anthems. Check out Knights of the Rolled Table information on Twitter and Instagram at Rolled Table. We also have a Facebook group, other stuff like that. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you very, very much. Uh, hopefully we'll have even greater things to celebrate at our second year anniversary. Now take care of yourself, take care of each other, and make life an adventure. Well, to determine where you end up next, I need someone to roll a D8. Our guest. B. Yeah. Our. Eight. Come on, Florida. (laughs) So I have uh, eight uh, scenarios here. And uh, you, what you drop into, it looks like some sort of like a, it's dark. There's candlelight. You all sort of like tumble through and stand up in the ground. You're in a relatively cramped space. Do I sense there's any trees nearby? You do not sense any trees. As you kind of like get your bearings and stand up, you realize you are inside a, uh, you're inside like a 20 foot diameter circle that has like kind of like a magical looking dome around it. On the outside, you can kind of see through this dome, there appear to be humanoids in robes chanting 
and um, there appears to be like runes draw on, drawn on the floor and various candles that are lit in a specific way. There's definitely some sort of ritual going on, and um, you're pretty sure it's to summon the giant creature that is standing right in front of you, currently turning around, looking very confused. Hey. Oh. So we're in a bubble with like this this other creature. Yes, this leather creature is inside this like half dome bubble. It very much appears to be like a summoning ritual, but you're inside the summoning ritual. So this creature that is standing in front of you. Oh no! To quote the monster manual, it is a corpulent mockery of ape and boar standing twice the height of a human with feathered wings that seem too small for its bloated body. And it looks back at you. It's very demon or fiend looking. It's got big old tusks and sharp claws. It's big. It's fat. It has cloven hooves. And it says, Can I help you? I'm sort of in the middle of something here. We're looking for a stick. Have you seen a stick? Uh, no, I haven't seen a stick. Excuse me out there. Have you seen a stick? And the cultist that appears to be the lead cultist on the other side of the magic bubble says, What? No. No, I... Nafezhny, great Nafezhny, I summoned you and I... I, I I, I, I implore you to serve me. And uh, apparently Nalfezhny is the name of the demon who says, Look, I asked you a direct question. Can you just tell me if you've seen the stick? And the cultist on the outside is like, uh, No, I don't know. I don't think we've seen a stick. Listen, uh, uh, I'm... We're, I'm just gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna get on. We're just gonna get on with it, uh, guys. Keep going, and they continue to just like chant and uh, continue whatever ritual is going on in there. This does not seem like it's been very helpful. Hey, your uh, your your hooves look nice. Got some? Do you do you take care of them or and, <laughs> are they? Now, Fesney looks you up you, and down and kind of likes the look of XX Minotaur. You have a lot in common. Is like, oh, hey, listen. Maybe we could help each other out here. I don't know. Apparently they didn't summon you, but uh, you could do me a big favor. These these folks here appear to have uh, summoned me. They probably want me to do their evil bidding in some way. It's really kind of a drag when this happens. So if you could hop out there and sort of run them off, this would be a big help to me. I would super make it your, worth your while. I mean, we don't have anything else to do. You guys want to mess some stuff up? XX, can we? Can we? XX, can we do it? Can I mean, we, we, can we? The other option is we could just open the portal again, right? And, and, and try another place to see if we find the stick. I don't know. Oh. This guy seems really cool. I can't control when the, the portal comes about. I know when it happens, but look, I... Probably not going to be able to open another one for a while. Ah. And uh, I'd like to help our friend here. Thank you so much for being so gracious as we haven't encroached upon your circle. Oh, my pleasure. It's not my circle. It's really theirs. And uh, I, I'd really like to go home. So uh, the quicker, the better. Oh, okay. 
Fantastic. Carol <laughs> blows out a candle and puts it in his pocket. So the candles are all on the outside. You have not yet tried to, like, you know, you haven't explored this, like, barrier that appears to be on the portal circle. Oh, okay. You also have a pretty good sense whenever you pass through a portal, Carol, you can kind of look down at the ring and get kind of like a pretty good sense of what kind of time frame we're working for. And just like the outside edges of this ring you all see on Carol's finger is... Uh, he's wearing it as a ring, and then there's another loop on top of it. So it's kind of like a figure eight shaped. And just like the outside edges of that top loop is starting to fill with magical energy. And Carol, you know, that's probably like a a few minutes, um, a, oh, a few okay, minutes before it like fills up and would open. Okay. So are we doing this or what? Hey, Nefeshni. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say in abyssal. Rock on, brother. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> he does a little. Now Feshnim does a little bit, like he like does a air guitar. <laughs> oh my god! Let's get him. All right, XX is gonna try and stealth out. I'm gonna try and stealth stealth around to the back of a cultist real quick. Okay. So first of all, that involves um, moving through this like magical barrier, and you discover as you kind of tentatively, tentatively touch it that you can. It doesn't seem to be restraining you. Dope. Um, <laughs> so you don't actually. I mean, you could. The cultists are all facing you, but if you just like straight up like jumped out of there and onto a cultist, you could initiate combat that way and uh, get a surprise round. Yes. Uh, how far, like, and how clustered are these people? Like, what, 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 what kind of space-wise? What are we looking at? They're too late. There Surprise! Be like six of them <laughs> spread around this portal, all kind of like at an even distance, plus the dude that's leading it. So seven humanoids all together. Are they on all sides? Yeah, they're of completely us? surrounding it. There seems to be like mm. specific spaces they belong in this ritual to summon Nalfejni. Wait, XX, let me go invisible. I will go out first, cause a distraction, and then you guys come out and uh, do what he you do. He already jumped out the portal. <laughs> All right, so... Oh, never XX, mind. XX initiated. Bye! So you want to just, like, jump on one, take him out? Yeah, sure. Okay, roll attacks for that. So as an assassin, you're going to jump out. You're going to have surprise. I'll give everybody uh, a part of this surprise round. Um, he's going to initiate it. So, uh, yeah, you're going to roll your assassin strike, which means you have advantage on everything, and everything is a crit. Every hit is a critical hit. 22. Hit. What do you want to do to this cultist that you just tackled? Um, murder him. Okay. <laughs> uh, roll some damage. Uh, 20 damage. All right. He is murdered. You jump out, take this guy in a single strike, and he looks real evil and nasty, and he's just sneering and drooling, and there's some sort of, like, a blood pattern painted over his face, and his, like, black robe, all it kind of is open a little bit, and you see, like, bloody runes all stenciled into him. Definitely seems like an evil person that you're not at all worried about murdering, and uh, he is. And when you do that, when you take this guy out, you can see the like energy of the of the dome that you just jumped through kind of flickers a little bit. Cool. Everyone, roll initiative. Woo! Fourteen. Fifteen. Minotaur rolled a ten. 
22. 15. All right, so XX Buddy Heart jumps through here, takes one of those guys out, creates a lot of concern among the other cultists, but they all kind of like maintain focus on uh, maintain focus on the ritual, and it's Black Pepper's turn. Black Pepper is going to fly out um, in an area where there's a bunch of them together within about 20 feet of each other, and I'm going to say, you all look very bad, and you look like you need to take a nap, and I'm going to cast sleep. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I rolled 5d8, and I got 16. The total is how many hit points of creatures the spell can affect. Starting with the creature that has the lowest hit, current hit points, each creature affected by the spell falls unconscious. Okay, so you can get it in an area where it will cover that cult leader and also the nearest, um, the nearest chanting person. And the chanting person falls dead asleep and just, like, drops down. The cult leader is kind of, like... Looks sleepy for a minute, kind of his eyes flutter, but then he stays awake. So oh. one cultist is magically asleep. Well, and again, the, the <laughs> magical field flickers a little bit more. It's dimmer. And now Fejni says, you're doing great. Keep it off. This is awesome. All right. And then I'm going to turn invisible. <laughs> All right. And that brings us to... So, Carol, you're up first. So, Carol is going to do his way of the drunken master up to the cult leader, hit him with the quarterstaff, hit him with his other hand, and then disengage. Roll for those two quarterstaff attacks. Okay. Thus far, these humanoids have been fairly squishy and not too equipped for getting uh, attacked. So with the quarter staff is 23. Roll damage for your first attack, which is a hit. Seven. All right, and then roll the other quarter staff attack. Uh, 11. No, 12. Sorry, can't do math. So as the cult fanatic, the guy, the leader is the cult fanatic. Uh, sees you coming towards him. He's like, now wait just a second. We we can work out. I could cut you into this deal. And then whack, uh, you hit him in the head with a quarterstaff. And then you sweep around with the other, uh, with a second quarterstaff attack. But he, he manages to drop out of the way of that one. You could flurry of blows, continue to attack, or you could just disengage from there. Yeah, I'll do flurry of blows. Okay. 16... 24. So Carol follows up his quarterstaff attack and strikes with uh, a swift kick to the gut of this cult fanatic, which knocks him backwards and he collapses on the floor unconscious. And uh, as the other cultists see that, they kind of look at each other, exchange glances as they're like mumbling through the... (laughs) The ritual, as they're like doing the ritual and also like looking at each other, like, are we gonna? Are we gonna? Do this? So one of them, just like the nerve, most nervous looking one, stands up and like bolts for an open, uh, uh, an open door at the end of this chamber. And as soon as one does that, like they all, they all bounce for it. They're all heading for. A door at the at one end of this dark chamber that you're in. Except for the one that's asleep. Except for the one that's asleep, <laughs> and the other one that's murdered, and one that's unconscious. So there's four left 
that all uh, are booking it out of there. Does anybody want to do anything as they make a break for the door? I would like to cast Spike Growth mm-hmm. on the ground, like either that they're standing on or between them and the door. Okay. It basically turns the ground into like spikes, hard spikes and thorns and stuff, and it becomes difficult terrain. And anybody moving through it um, takes 2d4 for every five feet traveled. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> So you're gonna um, listen. I got bit by a plesiosaur today. <laughs> I am uh, no move. So, yeah, and like, have you seen these pores? That salt water was hellacious. So they're all like booking it for the door, um, and you get spike growth up in a twenty foot radius. You're able to open it up, kind of like. They're right in the middle of the radius where oh, you, you end guys up. Are in for it now. <laughs> end up uh, <laughs> bringing up all these spikes underneath them. So they're running towards the door, and then all of a sudden there's spikes underneath it, and they're all like, ooh, ooh, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> <laughs> and they're tearing them into them. And actually, one of them, like three, get out the door, pretty, pretty cut up by the spikes. And one of them, like the spikes are like pulling up and wrapping around it, and um, actually, like, he trips and falls down into the spikes and um, they just like completely cover that person up. You can't even see them. They're just covered with spikes, not moving. And there you are. And with that, the, the energy shield around now drops away and uh, you're in there with this giant. He is a fiend, which is different than a devil. He is large and intimidating and he's like, Oh, that was super rad. I can't even tell you how much better my day is going to be to not be going around, doing the bidding, murdering whoever they wanted me to murder, or corrupting souls. I really owe you guys one. Uh, What what can I do for you? I could give you, I could just owe you a favor, or uh, maybe maybe you're interested in some loot. Uh, How can I help you out here? Well, we're trying to find a magical stick that belonged to a half-elf girl, woman, and we don't know where it is. Mm, magic stick. Um, it's supposed to be like, like does like healing and stuff. Oh, what did Lady Aranya say? It was from some sort of tree of uh, tree of like the life tree or something. The life tree. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I don't know anything about this. I could give you this. And he uh, reaches down into, like, the tufts of his fur, about where a pocket would be, but it looks like he's not wearing, like, clothes, so you're not quite sure where he pulls this out of. Um, I have so many questions about your anatomy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I could talk days about it. Here, uh, I could give you this. Is this kind of what you're looking for? And it's a little rod, um, an ornate-looking kind of rod it's definitely not a, a big wooden staff but he's like here you want this they're pretty they're pretty interesting what does it do uh-huh. oh, thank you very much i can't pick it up it's still heavy <laughs> well funny you should mention that because uh and he clicks a little button on the end of it and it just like locks into place in the air he takes his hand away from it and it just stays there because uh, it is an immovable rod. Ah, very mm. nice. Classic. Hey, can I uh, try to move it? I, I, I really want to try and move this thing. Go for it, my brother. Knock yourself out. 
I, I don't think you can, Minotaur. Uh, I think it is called an immovable rod, but I like a guy that's determined. <sighs> All right. Um. Here we go. We'll grab on to. Uh, he's gonna try and do a uh, like charge it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you want to like attack it? <laughs> well, no, no. He's he's gonna like try and like like do do a little charge and push it with his muscle. All right. So. Roll whatever you want for that, but it's going to fail because it's an immovable rod. <laughs> Athletics! Natural 20 plus 12. That's a 32. <laughs> so, uh, one would assume that an immovable rod was immovable, except the text says a creature can use an action to make a DC 30 strength check, moving the fixed rod up to 10 feet on a success. An XX Minotaur beats that. (gasps) So he slams into that, and it does, in fact, move 10 feet directly backwards with him and then remain suspended in air right there and now Fejni looks very surprised. Does it just make the that. noise of like a chair scooting across the floor? <laughs> <laughs> he looks very... <laughs> hey, uh, Nefeshni, I thought wow, you said it was immovable. that was impressive. Maybe it's defective. Did you give us a defective rod? It's a perfect like, There's gotta be something else rod. that you can give us instead of this. I didn't even know that was a th- If you don't want it, I'll take it back. You want this? I mean, it's still like sitting in thin air there. Maybe give it to someone that's a little bit uh, weaker, like uh, XX Bloody Heart. Whoa, whoa, hey. But, uh... You know what? If you guys don't want this, I'll just take it back. Anybody? Hey, I I will take it. I will take the the immovable rod. All right. Maybe it's, like, inflammable and flammable. It means that it is movable (laughs) in both cases. You just click the little button on the end there, and it'll uh, become just a regular rod. Movable, if you will. Yeah. So you grab on I'll take it. Click it, and it whoop, just becomes a regular little ornately carved stick. Great. All right, that's you. You uh, have a hoop and a stick. <laughs> I think we we overlook the loot option. I mean, I would like some loot if uh, we're given just giving stuff out. I mean, that's pretty good loot. You want you want something else? Uh, can I can I look around to help? Carol, loot the bodies of the cultists that are still available? Or can we possibly look in your skin folds, see browns? I not see skin folds. That is not what I want to do. <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of forward of you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maintain my own bubble here around my skin folds, but uh, let me see. Kind of like a personal zone, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The little guy gets it. There's skin folds. Listen, I'm though, sorry, let me see. Let me see what I got. You keep your distance right there, sir. And uh, let me see what else I uh, let me see what else I got here. And Carol, roll a D100. Eight. All right. Inside now, Fezni's pocket is a magic item table B from the Dungeon Master's Ooh. Guide. And he pulls out a potion of resistance. Here you go. You can hold on to that. That's probably pretty valuable. When you drink this potion, you gain resistance to one type of damage for one hour. Uh, the DM chooses the type or determines it randomly from the options below. Alex, roll a d10. <laughs> so it is a potion of resistance to psychic damage for one hour. Very interesting. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, in uh, Abyssal again, Minotaur is going to say, Hey, Nefeshni. Yeah. Uh, I do have a favor to ask. Yeah. For you, buddy, anything. The mover of the immovable rod, that's what we call you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need you to keep my uh, my buddy here, XX Bloody Heart, safe in case he ever really runs into trouble. If you can, you know, put a, uh, put a claw out and, you know, help save his bacon, he... He's uh he's he's not that bright. He's kind of skinny, uh, kind of small, uh, a little bit uh, foolish, and he gets himself into trouble. But he's he's got a good heart, you know. So if you could come, you know, if he ever needs you, uh, if you you could just be there for him, that'd be great. So this is all an abyssal that he's speaking. So you, the rest of you are just hearing like being a gibbs of Deep, rumbly, demonic sounds. Um, and now Fejni in Abyssal says, Oh, I got you, brother. And he reaches out and gives you a big old Abyssal handshake. And then he pulls out to the little uh, air guitar sign again. I got you, got it. I'm going to take care of you. Or him. I'm going to take care of him. For you. I like you. Enjoy the stuff. Definitely when they uh, when they shake hands, there's like that, that smash and there's another shockwave. Just <laughs> <laughs> And with that, now Fejni fades away and disappears back to his abyssal plane. And there you are. Uh, Wow, that guy was pretty cool. Were you guys, like, flirting with each other? What what was going on there? Uh, It was was like a brotherly love kind of thing. No judgment for me. It was just... uh, I mean, I felt it. Oh, yeah. Tons of chemistry. Can Carol steal a candle now? Carol can steal a candle, kind of uh, perusing the room. There's um, some guts of something that was sacrificed and, like, drawn on the ground with, but that's not worth much. There's certainly candles that Carol can steal as many as he wants to. A quick, like, rooting around amidst the... uh, cultists that are left over one of them sleeping one of them's dead one of them's passed out one of them's covered in spikes looking through their bodies you can find like ritual daggers and basic robes and stuff nothing that appears especially magical or powerful carol is gonna take a candle and a dagger slip it under his robes all right you do so and looking at your ring thing it looks like a minute or so uh you should be able to open another portal uh, after a minute, that cultist wakes up. Okay, well, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right around the time Nalfezhny is uh, fading away. <laughs> cultist is like, uh, hi. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, guys, uh, don't be alarmed. Uh, we have defeated your friends and clan, and uh, you are the only one alive. Oh. So don't do anything stupid. Okay. Um, can I? I Could I leave? What happened to... Uh, what happened to Archibald? He looks... There's a lot of spikes in him and stuff. I mean, it's... We killed a lot of your friends. You should probably leave or I'm going to kill you, too. Okay, bye. <laughs> and he makes or why don't you join us? Huh? <laughs> uh, sure. Join us. I'll do that. I'm going to join you. Let join me the party. Go. I'm going to get something right out here outside the door. No, and come and join you. us okay, over bye. here. He come off. right over here. <laughs> oh, man. Let's we let could use a cultist. <laughs> XX bloody cultist. <laughs> This is our cultiest season yet. (laughs) 
So around that time, the ring fills up, and it's like filled, the little ring on Carol's finger, the loop above it, is now completely filled with magical energy, and it makes a bing sound. And another portal, this one's kind of greenish, opens up, and there you are. Well, looks like uh, we got a chance to travel again. You all don't have to come with me, but uh, I gotta say, after what? watching you all uh, murder these people horrifically, I kind of I like you. Thanks. Murder is our specialty. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, thanks for not murdering me. You know? Well, you seem pretty cool, Carol. So. We were a little busy. Also, I got pulled down by a police officer. So now, I mean, <laughs> guys, now what? We're we're not with the plesiosaurs, but we have how are we going to get the back to Aranye. This isn't what she wants. How are we going to find the real one? The real? Well, this is a stick, right? It's kind of a stick. It's a fancy uh, stick. She Carol, how difference. do we get back to the ocean place that we were before? Well, uh, we just gotta wait for the ring to do its thing, and then we should be fine. I, the only thing is, I, I don't know where it takes me. I just know it's gonna take me somewhere when it lights up. I'm not guaranteeing that we're gonna get back there. I mean, our options what? were great back in the dinosaur waterland, so maybe we ought to just uh, see if we can find our way back to somewhere closer. I mean, that's just the last... Uh, Last place I want to be right now. Well, that doesn't do us any good. Yes, we are we are randomly going from place to place. Well, let's uh let uh, I say let's go through the portal. What do you guys think? Yeah, this room is starting to smell bad. Yeah, uh, Minotaur is going to jump through in a cannonball, just like he did with the one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. This sucks, Minotaur. He goes through. I'll just go through gingerly. Okay, she goes through. Ginger late. Uh, XX Minotaur, roll a D8. <laughs> a four. All right, so you jump through. The Dryad <laughs> gingerly steps through. Black Pepper is going to zip through flying. Zip. XX will go through mysteriously. As he does <laughs> the fall things. <laughs> Carol takes one more candle. And then, <laughs> <laughs> obsessed with candles. You just like stealing stuff. And the portal closes up behind you. Mm-hmm.